Welcome to another episode. My name's Jose Naharo, and today we're going to take a look at Twitter stock. Like always, I have my buddies Darth Bear and Bull Solo to help me keep track on how the company is doing. So I'm doing Twitter because it has taken a big hit after earnings. But there's a lot of stocks that have taken a big hit after earnings. So this quick analysis is going to help me determine if Twitter is a company that I should keep looking into even more or should I stop while I'm ahead and start looking at another company. So today what we're going to do is we're going to take a look at metrics, financial numbers and charge from past quarters. And like this, I can see how the company is doing overall. And then I can determine if I want to proceed in looking for more information on Twitter or should I just go to the next? Cause I'm, I have a list of about 20, 20 different stocks that have taken a big hit. So obviously I can't do, I can't do information on all of them. So first, let's start off with the stock price review. As we can see right now in the five-day performance, Twitter is down 2%. In the past month, it's down 26%. In the past three months, it's down 30.8%. Year-to-date, it's only up 3, 3%. And if we're taking a look at the past year, it's down 13%. So now we're going to proceed to look at some financial numbers of Twitter and help us determine if this is a company that I should keep looking into, um, into more deeply. So the first thing I'm actually going to do is I'm going to compare Twitter to its competitors. And to me, the, the two biggest competitors for Twitter or the closest representative competitors to Twitter are Facebook and Snap. So we're going to take a look at a few ratios here to determine how Twitter is doing compared to these three, to these other two. So we're going to take a look at P.E. ratio, price to earnings ratio, price to sales ratio. We're also going to take a look at the current ratio and then that to equity ratio. All right, so first we're going to take a look at the P.E. ratio between these three companies. And in the P.E. ratio, we can see Facebook is much higher than, tw than Twitter on every quarter we're like, taking a look at. And that to me obviously makes sense, right? Because Facebook is more than just a social company. They have a lot more. They have a lot more, more sectors in, in their business opposed to just social. So you would expect more from Facebook than you would from Twitter or Snapchat. So that would give investors a, a, a reason to pay a higher, a higher ratio for the company. So we can see, we can see that that's normal. So it, I, I'm happy to see that, that Twitter has a lower PE ratio than, than Facebook. Um, we can see here in the past quarters, it usually sits in the team, team values ranging between as low as 11 and as high as almost 20. 0.7 PE ratio, but this is based on the price after during earnings. If we take at the current PE ratio, the current PE ratio right now is sitting at 14.39. So that's actually um, really it's right between its its average in the past few quarters. So next, we're going to take a look at Twitter's price to sales ratio compared to its competitors. Here we can see Twitter's price to sales ratio is usually up in the high single digits. So in the past few quarters, we can see 7.5, 7.1, 7.9, 8.14, and 9.4. Now looking at the current price, at the current price, the current price to sales ratio is 6.9. So it's one of the lowest it's been in, 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 its, in its quarters. So that's definitely a good thing to know. We're, we're definitely seeing an undervalue on Twitter at the moment based on these ratios. Next, we're going to take a look at face snaps um, sales to price ratio is pretty high and it does seem to be a little higher than most of the other competitors. 
And that to me tells you, I, I can understand why some people believe that Snap might be overvalued for its current stock price. Facebook is sitting pretty similar. Right now, it's actually sitting at a low 7.6 well, price to sales ratio. But we can see one thing I'm seeing here is all these companies have similar similar values in price to sales ratio and kind of similar values in PE ratio, especially Facebook and Twitter. So that this to me tells me that Twitter is around its competitors. So there's, I, I definitely have a reason to proceed from here. Next, we're going to take a look at current ratio and debt to equity ratio. So current ratio is just current assets divided by current liabilities. And this just shows me how quick a company can, liquid, can liquidize its assets to pay off its debt. Here you want to see a ratio greater than one. And one thing I can see here is Twitter is killing it. It's beating um, right now has a current ratio that's beating both Snap and Facebook sitting at an 8.6 current ratio. This means that this company has eight times more current assets than it has li current liabilities. So this company definitely has plenty of assets to pay off any liabilities. And again, that tells me that this company is pretty stable. Another thing is we can see it's pretty on par with the competitors in value wise. We can see there's only about a, a, a two time, a two, two value delta at most between any of them. So again, this tells me that this, this company is pretty much doing what the competitors are doing. So there's nothing, nothing to be worried about here. Next, we're going to take a look at debt to equity ratio. So debt to equity ratio is total debt divided by the company's total equity. And here you want a value less than one. And we can see right now, Twitter is sitting at a debt to equity ratio of 3.7, of 0.37, of 0.37. So that means this company has three times more equity than it has debt. And that to me is actually pretty good. We can see Snapchat at the moment has a 0.6 debt to equity ratio. And Facebook has even a lower 0.32 um, debt to equity ratio. So I, I, this again, I, I like seeing these numbers under one. And based on all these numbers, I actually can see why why um, people would invest in, in either Twitter, Snap, or or Facebook based on this current ratio and these debt, to, debt equity ratio. So now this gives me good hope that Twitter is a company I would like to proceed um, and do some more information on. But we can still do a little more a little more digging into the company. So now we we're here in the income statement, and here we can see first thing we're going to take a look at is revenue revenue that is in this nice uptrend and like i said i'm taking a look at quarterly data I, I prefer looking at quarterly data opposed to annually data especially unless the company reports is quarter four and we get to see that 10k report but right now we're in the middle of the third quarter so i want to see how the company is doing overall we can see revenue is increasing pretty high um, it is in the uptrend sitting at 823 million dollars Cost of revenue is also increasing, but we can see that delta between the two is pretty far away. And we can see that gross profit, which is the difference between revenue and cost of revenue, also increasing. So this means that revenue itself is growing at a faster rate numerically wise than cost of revenue. Um, so right now, gross profit is sitting at 542. Next, we want to take a look at net income. One thing I'm not too happy about net income um, and if we were given points, this would be a point to dark bear is this net income here is sitting pretty much um, flat. It, it fluctuates too much. And we can see in quarter of 2000 of September of 2018 and July of 2019, this company's net income jumps dramatically. 
and in my opinion if i haven't looked at any other news on this company but this to me is telling me that this company had a one-time one-time gain on these two months and that's why we see this abnormality happening here but we can see on average it's pretty much below 300 million and right now net income is sitting pretty flatline but we can see this company does produce at least positive net income so this, that's why this company has a nice um has at least a positive earnings per um per basic share a positive eps so earnings per share this quarter was about five cents and on average we can see on average this company actually has negative earnings per share if we take a look back at previous quarters only recently has it turned things around and has started producing a positive earnings per basic share so again this gives me uh, again continue to gives me hope that this is a good company to continue to do more research on right we can see this company used to produce negative earnings per basic share but things have turned around that now is producing even though it's very low values is at least producing positive earnings per basic share we also see that revenue increasing and that gross profit increasing with it next we're about to take a look at what we just saw again but just in a different manner first i want to take a look at revenue growth and cost of revenue growth we can see in the past five quarters um, taking a look at same time last quarter so this is going to be periodical so we're taking a look at quarter three of 2019 compared to quarter three of 2018 so we can see revenue growth grew 8.65 percent and then if we take a look quarter two of 19 compared to quarter two of 18 there has been a growth of 18 percent and taking a look at all these back quarters since 2018 march of 2018 this company has been producing positive revenue growth right so here we can see um we can see uh, revenue growth has been increasing and again this is telling me this company is growing is still growing right we have that positive revenue growth is telling us hey this is a growing company that's still being able to produce values and right quarter to quarter eight percent which is the lowest um which was reported this these past earnings eight percent is still a huge value many companies don't see don't don't see growing about eight percent in in revenue next this awesome website is telling us profit margins and 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 gross margin so here this company has a pretty high profit gross margin sitting on average about 65.9 percent uh, but its profit margins is sitting pretty low it usually sits below it seems on average right on average we can see this company has had a negative profit margins and that's why we see that negative earnings per share but right now it, it after 2017 things have turned around and it's at least now sitting in the positive spectrum of profit margins but it still fluctuates too much and right now it's sitting at a 4.4 pe ratio next what i want to take a look at is the balance sheet so this is actually my favorite sheet to take a look at i, I feel like i can learn so much from the company here so we can see this company has total assets right now this quarter sitting at 11.6 billion dollars while its total liabilities is sitting at 3.19 billion dollars so the difference between the two the difference between the total assets and the total debt total liabilities is what the shareholder has and that's the shareholder of equity which is right now at 5.57 billion so this company has 5.6 billion dollars of more assets than liabilities so uh next we're going to take a look at the actual distribution of the assets and the liabilities and first let's just start off with liability distribution liability distribution the main portion of the company's liability distribution comes from non-current debt 
this company is sitting at 2.9 2.3 almost 2.4 billion dollars of non-current debt so obviously if we continue to look at this company i want to see how this current how this non-current debt is broken down in years and interest but 2.4 is not that much because now let's take a look at the asset distribution the asset distribution here has a current investments the first the, the most liquidable liquidable assets are current investments and cash and this company has about four up close to six billion dollars in liquidable cash so this company has enough liquidable assets liquid is it liquidable this has this company has enough assets that it can liquidize is that even the word not sure but this company has enough liquid assets that it can pay off all its total debt its total liability distribution it has about six billion dollars in in quick cash or current investments um so that again that gives me huge 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 um huge support to continue to look at twitter i actually am a huge fan right now of this asset distribution and there's no point going on and looking any further between these distributions because i know that this company can survive a, a bad a bad cycle or two um with with the, with its current investments and its cash and cash equivalents next one i want to take a look at is the cash flow statement and here i just want to check that this company produces a positive net cash flow from operations right the net cash flow from operations is uh, how much money how much cash flow is moving out out of this company uh, from its everyday use and right this everyday use must be positive because that to me is is the main portion is the main the main heart of of the company and we can see this company has had a positive cash flow since 2014 and right now it's sitting at about 335 million of positive cash flow and we can see this actually follows in line with how revenue moves and that's a good thing i definitely like revenue and and cash flow from operations to be moving in the same direction because that to me tells me there's no there's no um manipulation going on anywhere i, I mean there, there could still be on but this helps me prove that the risk of manipulation going in within the stock is pretty low and again it continues to give me confidence so i can see this is actually going to be uh twitter is definitely going to be a company i'm going to pursue um continuing in so yeah so after taking a look at this i definitely think that i want to continue to look at twitter so i'm going to do now i'm going to do more research on twitter i'm going to take a look at their earnings call their earnings transcripts i'm going to take a look at their 10q report and actually see what's happening within this company and like i said right this company has a very nice balance sheet just that liability distribution compared to that asset distribution is a big plus this company has enough assets to pay off any liability it has and that to me is one of my number one things to take a look at because right if the company goes anywhere even you think about it as a human being as a human if you have uh, in your personal experience if you have more assets than you have liabilities you are sleeping a lot better at night and this company has plenty of can get plenty of rest so as an investor i would also get plenty of rest and we can see what else do we see we saw in the revenue this company is continuing to grow revenue and the cost of revenue is also growing but it's not growing numerically wise at the same pace of revenue so that's why we see that gross profit another thing we saw is net income and earnings per, per basic share used to be on the negative line but things in the past few quarters have turned around and it's now sitting close to break even or a little bit positive and that's telling me this company is is a growing company and finally the last thing we did take a look at is all those metrics 
um, and we can see that this company is on par with with the other competitors so again this tells me that this company is not overvalued and is in actually looking at the at the PE ratio at the current PE ratio and the current PS ratio it's actually showing me that this company is undervalued to its average so like I said next we're gonna do another episode on Twitter to see how the company is doing um, with actual things we're gonna take a look at the news at any future plans the company has how that debt is broken down how how the revenue is broken down and we have to find out right this company is doing pretty good why did it drop down so much so we're going to take a uh, we're going to do all that i hope you guys enjoyed this episode take care have a good night and see you next time